Here we go. Well, podcast time. I'm just kicking off this thing. I've downloaded Anchor and it seems to be friendly at this point. <laughs> so this is going to be a podcast about some of the sufferings and anxieties of depression. Which is a very difficult topic to talk about for a lot of people. And it would be difficult for me as well. I just think... Depression is, is such a common thing nowadays. It consistently is mentioned, it's spoken about, especially among teens now around the age of 16, 17 and 18. A lot of people have taken their lives recently because of it and you just get depressed and you just get anxious over so much in in your life it's with me and this is where my big story kicked off with me it's always been towards people I'm in a relationship with I'm straight I just thought I'd say that I don't know why but just in case, um, I was with a girl. My first relationship was not a good one. She was manipulative. She cheated. She did everything wrong with me. And when I found that out, it just so happened to be when I was smacked around the head by her. I got a good clenched fist out of nowhere on the back of my head when I wasn't facing her. And she said about, well, I asked her to stop manipulating me, and she agreed that she was. So I just walked away. I didn't want anything to do with her. That's when we broke up. The next one, I don't like saying it about people, but it was true. Because I, I, it's like hypocritical because I'm the same. It's, it's, my next partner would be clingy. You know, she'd want to meet up a lot. She didn't want to meet like, like, like literally every day. And it was getting too much for me. So I broke it off. They still continued to message me. About the depression and everything. And I'd, I'd offer to help them. Because with me I'm a, I'm a very kind person. But. I broke it off with them. They've moved away from where. They lived near I was living. Um, but they're gone now. My partner after that lived a while away and it was more of a text thing. And this kicked off why I don't do long distance either. Is she li- I, I, was in, I was just in high school at this point. I'm a college student now, happily a college student. And she, she messaged me one day just during religious studies, which I don't know. I just felt like it made it worse. I hated religious studies, so I was already in a bad mood. But it was one of those calm lessons, you know, when your teacher would just go, do you want revise, make a poster, do whatever, it's your last day of term. Um, but, like, I was in the middle of that, and she goes, uh, and she messages me saying, I don't think we should be together. But I'd be like, I am on an old phone at this point. My current phone that I just had was broken. So I was on a piece of crap phone that was already shattered and falling to pieces. Uh... I, out of anger, threw the phone onto the table. 
that the phone cut off, wouldn't open, I tried opening it, didn't work, my friend ended up fixing it, I'm not friends with that friend anymore, which we'll, we'll hear more about that later, these were, this this was in a, my last year of, of high school, um, and then I go on a road trip, and this is where that friend isn't my friend anymore, because I go on a road trip, I really like this girl, you know, it's been a, a month or two since since my last relationship, so I th- I class myself as fully moving on. Emotionally, I'm never gonna be a non-emotional person. You know, I'll get upset over anything. But but um. But no, I I was getting them fine. I go and like this girl, and this is where it all kicks off wrong. Is I like this girl. I tell this friend that. You know, the fixer of the phone. This guy's been like a brother to me for months, for years. You know, all through high school, you had your group of lads, if you're a lad, or your group of girls, if you're a girl. Or the other way around, you know, I'm not going to judge. But I had the, this, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to name names here, and I'm sorry if you get annoyed at that, but Aiden, this friend that fixed my phone and all that, Brad. And we had some new guys come in just from Africa, over to England, to our school, called Connor and Aiden, but we wouldn't see them till after the round trip um but yeah uh and, and this other bloke lewis who i'm on the edge with you know at this point but we hang out we're talking and and in the friend group you always had that one person that was picked on the most and that was me and i hated it and i told them time and again but they wouldn't stop so that was kind of a big factor towards me leaving them once when school finished but on this round trip i tell them i like this girl uh, they go and tell her make a big 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 deal about it and and that kind of doesn't help they're going to tell everybody outside of school we have a huge fallout uh, it left me depressed for a lot of that road trip but not heavily heavily like the kind of jealous depressed all that because Aiden the same guy who was a brother to me would go in on this girl you'd make the moves all that they're not together anymore but they were together for a few months after this road trip as well but what, what would happen was, Aiden would make these moves. He'd go in, they'd start dating. But he, like that, he he said before, he said, um, "Well, this girl was flirting with me on the on with me." He didn't say this. He, she was flirting with me, um, on this round trip. And she would immediately go and say, like, like, like. She had a boyfriend at this point. She'd go and say things. She'd be close. She'd be all this. He goes, Aiden goes to me and he goes, dude, you know, she's got a boyfriend, right? So just stay away. Stay out of that. And then he goes and gets into a relationship with her. I never understood why. But blah, blah, blah. I guess that just makes you do stuff at this point. And then the road trip happens and I feel depressed. I feel jealous because again, over this, I meet my new closest friend I've ever had. And that would be somebody I call Faye. They pushed through so much with me, put up with me so much, and I really liked them. And for a long time we were close, but not a relationship thing due to you, Faye. You know, th- there was reasons, there was reasons, and I'm not going to delve into them. But for seven months we were good friends, we were very good, we were there for each other, we helped each other. And then, uh, during that time, I got into another relationship with a girl called Evie. 
very, very slow paced. She'd never kissed a boy before. She'd never done anything like that. And I was respecting that. And I was slowly, slowly making, like once we got into the relationship, I was slowly making up as I was going along. Didn't go well. I'm hanging out with, uh, they, they go somewhere. Yeah, Evie, Evie says, I'm going to the theatre or something. And I'm like, fine, okay, that's fine. I go and hang out with Seth so we, as soon as we get back to my house. I get this big paragraph about how Evie doesn't want to be with me because mental problems. There's no camera on the mic, but I'm doing that, you know, the double finger thing. I, I didn't know how to describe it then. But she, she says all this, and oh my God, it left for me. Like, because I considered Evie to be the one. Uh, didn't devote much because we only went out, I think, not even a month, just a few weeks. But I was happy, so that's what made me think that. And I never had the feeling of, this is my one. Broke up, lie about, I actually moved on pretty easily. Uh, Seth helped me through, Seth, Faith helped me through that a lot. And then when it came to uh, the summer, and just before this, I met, I knew a girl, oh, like, months before, months before any relationships happened, I knew a girl before called Amelia. And we had an argument over something personal to her that I didn't know, and oh my god, at that time, I was such a cocky twit. And so I, I, we, me and this Amelia, we stopped talking for a while. I didn't forget about her, I just kind of put things first. After Evie, we meet, like, we go to the same school. She's younger than me. She's, like, two years younger than me. I talk to her, and she, um, you know, like, like, the first time I met her, I felt warm. I, like, like, literally, I was like, who is this person? I'm so intrigued and fascinated by them. But, you know, that argument happened. And then we start talking again a few months later, like, seven months later. And we end up a thing. You know, we date fall in love and I have I devoted everything towards Millie Millie at this point Amelia she wasn't happy with that name so she wanted to be called Millie by me because every time I called her Amelia it reminded her of the argument we had before and that that's fair you know I always gave that to her reminding isn't great but I'm with I, I'm with Millie and in the summer I split up with her because I got I got my mind twisted by Faith. I'm not going to lie, I got my mind twisted by Faith to break up with her. Faith apologised, she made, made everything prove that she, she didn't know what she was doing. And what happened was, was me and Mel split. And what I was showing my feelings towards Mel because I would later end up with Faith. We'd date, you know, for the summer. And it was a few weeks, I think a month, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember when we went through a month anniversary or my birthday. It was one of the two. But um, me and Faith, we, we were very close. And I was saw Faith really close. But, um, but I had to... Well, I didn't break up, Faith broke up with me, but after I said for her to, which I, I know, stupid move. Uh, but I, bro I broke up with her. 
No, she broke up with me. Oh, I'm confusing myself now. She broke up with me because I was still feeling towards Mel because we weren't mutual breakup or anything like that. And then I did four months for Millie and I did everything for Mel. And while we were with her, I did the stupidest thing. And I went behind her back because one time this girl who just so happened to be her best friend, Emma, Emma was getting close. And I just got trapped in a moment. Connor doesn't forget anything around him. Connor forgets everything around him, sorry. And fifth, no, I'm 16 at this point. I'm still 16. 16 year old boy hormones kick in. And I kiss the girl. I kiss Emma. I would then spend that night bawling my hands out to Mel, telling her I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, didn't mean to, didn't mean to, blood. Well, not bloody bar, but, you know, I hated myself for it. I would later on describe it as possibly the worst night of my life, but that, that was coming up. I've had many of those worst nights. But um, me and Mel all end up together again. And while we're together, I meet someone at college called Steph. She's a nice girl. You know, I, I started liking her, but not like, I'm going to split up for Millie for you kind of way. I'm not like, no, I was I was devoted to Millie. But I, I split. Um, Sorry, no. <laughs> Mad again. <sighs> I... I recommend... I start talking about Steph to Faith. Faith asks for her number. And I've refused to begin with because I knew something's going to happen. And a big problem with me is jealousy. I'm such a jealous... I'm such a jealous person. If I get jealous, I'll get jealous. If I see affection between two people that I don't even know, I'll get angry. But... I... And this is where the big depression kicks in. Because Faith, this person that's kept me sane, kept my mind in check. One day at college, after I eventually give them the number, I... I I'm at college, and I get a random message off them. Because I'd shown jealousy towards towards them being a thing. I'd shown I'd had attacks and all that. But I get one message of faith and it would be the death of me. It was her saying that they, 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 that she didn't want to be friends. And that she was dropping me. That made me fall apart because it immediately it made me think of all the good times that me and faith had. Those seven months, all that. And this would kick off a many month into 2019 many months hatred of faith towards me. I never hated them. I disagreed with a lot of their choices, but I never hated them. We make up of, of, of every few, you know, every month or so, but then about a week, two days, maybe less later, we're at each other's throats again. Millie's helping me through all of it. And I'm showing my love towards her as well. Until, oh, Millie's round face. Because they are very good friends. Considered sisters to each other. Faith goes and pulls another. Like, I get paranoid. Even though Faith and Steph are together at this point. They're together. 
million mirror thing. If I get paranoid, even though I trusted every part of it, then nothing would happen. I get paranoid. I bring it up and I, oh, and it just, I brought it out and I thought about it and I nearly ended up fighting pain. They turned around and they went, I don't want you in my life, and then left. I spoke to them about it a few months later, but they blocked me and I was having a big attack and I was on the phone to Emma, who was a friend at this point. We didn't want anything else. She regretted when we kissed as well, so, you know. And then I was also speaking to somebody else called Elizabeth. Who I can, I, I was friends with, I've been friends with for a while. We have one deep conversation about something. I invite her over for emotional support. I turn around and suddenly we're making up. Bang. Worst life, everything changed at that point. Luckily, it was stopped. And yeah. But I'd find out that she'd go into... I, try, I tried to keep it hidden from Mel because I only knew for a fact Mel would leave. And I couldn't live without her. Until I had to tell her because Faith told him. Many month hatred, everybody. Don't get one. Um, I... I just spoke to Mel. And she wanted a break. A break up. But... Which we did, and then we would we got together again, Christmas Eve, and it was all right, and I wasn't gonna hurt her again, and I wasn't gonna leave her. Everything went calm for a bit. We started production on something called Rockbeth in college. Go see it, Litchfield, England, Garrick. May 15th, but we started working on a project for college called Rockbeth. Everything was calm. I'd go and see Mel every Wednesday and Friday, the only days I could. I'd invite her over. And then Friday and Thursday happened this week. We were cutting up on three months for our new relationship, but on and off dating for a year coming up. Would have been the 24th of this month. I failed her, and without knowing I hurt Millie, and I didn't know. Millie messages me saying it hurts, I have to break up with you. And oh my god, I'm falling apart at this point. The person who keeps me happy, the person who I relied on a lot, and I know that's a bad thing to do. The person that keeps me happy was, was leaving. No, that was a disgusting noise. She's calm. But days before Stefan's um, faith breakup. So I was already helping them through that. It was stressful. Millie brings up the cheating. Like, it, it calmed down. Cheating was a mention. We resolved it. It was very, like, it was gone in the past. But all of a sudden, because people at school start talking about cheating, Millie remembers what I did. And... I tried to simmer down the argument she was trying to make. It didn't work. It was calm. 
and then well Millie's been known to be anxious and depressive as well and I was helping her through that I was helping her through everything and then she breaks up with me and oh my god these past few days have been hell because what I thought was the biggest depression when, when Faith left is nothing compared to what I feel now I feel right now I'm broken and they always say if the girl breaks up with you give them space to think and there's a possibility they'll come back but right now there's a lad there's a lad that you could tell from a mile off even though he'll kill saying I like her as a friend all that that Mill's put him in the friend zone but there's a sentence with Brad uh, he's called Brad it's not the same Brad from earlier on with Hayden and all that it's a different Brad common names He hugs her in school as comfort whenever she's upset, and I get that. But we break up, and she starts talking to him. Not in that way, but for comfort. But you could tell a mile off that, that Brad likes me. Brad isn't a good person. He lies. He's, he's done a lot. I don't think he can change from who he is because he doesn't want to. So what do I do? Apart from being clingy and trying to... To, to show Mel because Mel thought I didn't love her I'm trying to show her that I loved her I try also to protect her from Brad I infatuated her and if you don't know what that means I mean I pressured her I spammed her with messages instead of giving her space every time I tried to give her space I was dragged back in I messed up and now Millie's blocked me and Brad is trying to tell her because Brad's Brad's kind of half in her head. Brad wanted me out of the way and that's because he's telling her to get over me. Truly in love. I am. I don't want anyone but Mel. At this point. My friends know about how I felt. A number of friends I've been messaging, I've been saying... But after this, because I feel so alone, even though people are, people are showing they're there, I still feel alone. Because things aren't the same without Millie. I've self-diagnosed myself with DID, dissociative identity disorder, split personality. Faith was keeping it in check. All of them in my head. Same with Millie. I had a bond with Millie, a love. And I started getting scared that she was going to go off with Brad. And because she kept saying about dating other people, she tried to get me to move on, which is... Didn't go well. But now she's blocked me. And Brad is saying for it to move on because I know Brad's trying to make that move towards her. Faye said they're going to watch over Millie because Millie doesn't like Brad like that. But I feel like because Millie is scared and going to Brad for comfort and going to Faith with comfort, for comfort, sorry, that Brad will take advantage. 
given Millie the time she needs, but when I lost her for that seven months, it tore me apart when I had to wait four months for her and then another month or so. It tore me apart because all I wanted was her. All I still want is her. I'm not able to stop thinking about her. I'm not able to sleep without dreaming or having a nightmare about her. I'm not able to do anything like that. I have a lot of thoughts. And I trust in no more than anything. I still do. But I have a lot of thoughts. That made me jealous, that made me paranoid. She's probably not listening to this and probably won't. But I do love her. And I do love her more than anything. I'm having a lot of suicidal thoughts. I don't cut. Because I know the damage it could do to people. I'm not able to distract myself because most of the friends that I had that used to hang out with me have left. gonna go away with the family this weekend and I was gonna tell her or not I was gonna give her her space there because it meant I was distracted and it dragged me away from the habit of texting her <sighs> this is just gonna be a podcast where you just judge me but you know I deserve it the suicidal thoughts I have I don't cut a claw claw up my arms and it isn't a cry for attention it isn't anything like that this is the truth I've gone to see many people but they have all pushed it down they said I'm not depressed because I'm able to hide it because I don't want to worry people because I feel like I hurt everyone 24-7 it's very very difficult and a lot of teens are like me, which means you're not going to get noticed. Millie made me happy. Millie would still make me happy if she said we needed to be single for a while. And I know, and I get that. And I would. But it depends on how long she makes me wait. I would wait forever for her, but the more I wait, the more I fall apart. And I'm not going to be able to move on. Because that's what love is, in my opinion. To not date others. To not go on and say you love other people. DID, one of my personalities, came out and pushed Mel to the final straw. That's why she blocked me. 
to spend every day and I'm going to spend and I have spent the day since Friday to my friends sobbing, breaking, falling apart, wanting to die, all this. So much has been said about me and I know a lot is said behind my back. But all I've ever really wanted was the truth. Millie, if you're hearing this, if you decide to, I just want, I just want to tell you I'm sorry for everything. You deserve your space, but please, please don't go forever. Oh, it's a disgusting noise. Your itchy nose, you know? That's better than one does make a noise. I just want to say I'm sorry. And I'm, 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 please don't go forever. I'm going to give you your space. I think a lot of it is caused by mistrust. Depression nowadays and anxiety is caused by mistrust. And how poor the society we live in and how people are treated. Pushed down, judged and disrespected. Are we past change? Humans on earth, are we past change? What year would it be when we decide to focus on mental health? It's difficult, I know. For every teen out there, I know it's difficult if you're going through this. But that you aren't alone and I know how you feel. And how you will feel. I always get how you feel. Because I've been there, I've literally been to every corner. The only ones I haven't been to are, and I hope I never go to, but I will still show support for the people who are there, are victims of rape, victims of lost parents, whether death or divorced or, or something. Victims of abuse by parents, physical. I'll still show support for those people. Because that's what we need to do nowadays. I always used to say focus on yourself. But if you focus on yourself, you also need to take in mind the damage that it could, could, could do to people around you. Just... I know the world we live in isn't a nice place. And it's very difficult. And I keep saying it's difficult because I'm trying to get that point across. But life isn't just dark. I have a light. And until she comes back, I won't have a light. But you know. Nothing can ever be given to you. But don't do what I did. Don't pressure someone into talking to you. Don't hurt somebody. Don't be a monster. Don't 
think about what you want and try and demand to get it because you'll end up with my messed up life you know I'm 16 don't have a job rarely have friends and the girl I love has blocked me you really don't want that life because it sucks this is a podcast I've never listened to podcasts I've never had the time I think I might hold a, a double a double forte of what I do. I'll have depressing stuff like this. And then, because with me, I'm a huge fan of wrestling. I really am. I'm a huge fan. I think I'll have one where I talk about what's happened in the week or something, all my thoughts towards stuff. Just think about the world that you live in and the people you could hurt. Because the people you could hurt could be the people that could save you. You don't want to drive them away. You never do. You never want to. It sucks. More than anything. I wear my heart on the sleeve. On my sleeve. I had a chat with my dad last night and he said I do that. And that, you know, I do that. But now, from now on, it's always on the sleeve of that one person. It's always on the sleeve of Mel. It's on the sleeve of me and Mel. But, you know, there's only so much you can show that you love someone before they actually see it. If you're out there and you have anxiety or you suffer from DID or depression or you just feel alone, come to us. I have Facebook, I have Instagram, Snapchat, literally have everything. It's, it's a bad world out there and I get it, there's always bright things, you know, there's always memes to make you laugh, there's always people to make you laugh, there's always people to brighten your day, but if you're in love and you have that person you love, don't throw it away. Ask them if they're alright. Ask them what they want. Because you never know when it might be over. I guess that's all. Till the next podcast. You know, follower names. I don't know what to call you. I don't even know what to call my podcast. 35 minutes. I guess that's a reasonable length for a first-time podcast, I guess. But you never know. Wrestling ones could go on longer. Thank you for listening. That's all.